Warning, this podcast is not safe for work, home, school, kids, pets, anyone or anything that is squeamish, easily offended, or overly religious. You have been warned. Welcome to Rob's Basement. In this episode, we travel out of the basement into Fort Wayne, Indiana for Winter Fantasy, where we are testing Rob's current project, Punk Apocalyptic. We will return to our normal depravity in a couple of weeks. Enjoy. All right, so like Demon Lord, we have uh, we have four tiers of play. We have starting characters, which, uh, but instead of having ancestries, we have kind of a, what's called a shtick. You might be a builder or an awakened or a doctor or a fanatic, so on. Uh, then when you uh, you finish your first mission, uh, you get to choose your training, which could be combat training, skill training, or psychic training. So we got characters divided up by their their training groups. Uh, skill training is going to be. Uh, well, we'll explain that later, but uh, yeah. So if you have a preference, skill training is more versatile, <clears throat> combat's more kill things, and uh, waking or psychic is obviously more psychic. 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 Right? <laughs> give me the psychic step. Which one has the baby? Yeah. That's, that's You're going to have the baby regardless of what you choose. All right, sweet. <laughs> but his name is Jacques Henri. Jacques Henri. Where did we find this French baby? I don't know. Uh, He's sticking with us. What is a psychic? I'll take skills. All right, here's your skill stack. I'll take the other one. Here's your combat stack. And once you've made your selection, pass it on. Ham. Sister Mercy. Dump truck. Ooh. If you aren't, if you aren't taking that, I'm going to take that. Yeah. She's a female ganger for combat training. All right, perfect. I'm all in. Okay, good. Dump truck. We got it? All right. I'm taking the kid. I'm taking kid. I'm glad you chose kid. He's my favorite. <clears throat> I rolled him completely randomly. Nice. We'll go over the sheets just a second, real quick. All right. We'll keep Wubba Lubba in case somebody else shows up late. Uh, all right. So let's go over your character sheets real quick. We have your name at the very top. We have your gender. Uh, if you want to play a different gender or no gender, feel free to change it. Your next bet is your shtick, uh, and then you have your training option. After your third mission, you would choose an expert path thing, and again, a master path, just like Demon Lord. You'll notice if you play, if you, at being all of you familiar with Demon Lord, the numbers are reversed as far as how we present them. The first number is the number you add to your d20 roll. It's called your active score, and you have a passive score, which is a, the parenthetical. The health and healing rate work the same way they work at Demon Lord. Defense works just like it does in Demon Lord. Perception also works just like it does in Demon Lord. Damage, uh, is, remember, is how, your uh, health determines how much damage you can take. Trauma is, uh, sanity tells you how much trauma you can take. And mutagen is your, I'm stumbling through an area of radioactive wasteland and crazy stuff happens to me. You get mutations from that. Uh, you'll notice there are three boxes called you're fucked. Uh, <clears throat> every once in a while, you might get fucked in the game. Now, you could get fucked in the game by uh, taking damage equal to your health. Once that happens, you fall over, and then you, you are rolling, you're fighting death and trying not to get fucked. Uh, when you have one box, you become uh, impaired, fatigued. When you have two boxes, you have, uh, you're then impaired. And when you have three boxes, uh, you're dead, or your base character is basically unplayable. So you could become fucked if, you, if your trauma equals your sanity, and you're making those rolls, and then you check off a box, and... That means by the time that you hit three boxes, you're just Looney Tunes, and there's no coming back from that. Uh, when you rest, uh, you uncheck one box. 
All right, skills and languages. Uh, skills are like professions in Demon Lord. They add a boon to your roles at any roles of any attribute that would pertain to those skills. Uh, those of you who are psychics, you have psychic energy. It's a pool of points that you use to spend. You spend to use your psychic powers, which we'll cover in a moment. You have some traits that it should tell you exactly what they do. Your stuff is just your stuff your character has. Uh, all right, so you have a bunch of uh, currency here. You have bullets, food, water, meds, fuel, and salvage. Bullets are the gold piece of this game. Uh, it doesn't matter what kind of firearm you're using. When you fire it, you spend one bullet to do so. We don't worry about reloading. We don't worry about clips. We don't worry about any of that stuff. You're just burning your gold pieces every time you shoot. Uh, you can, you can uh, buy food, water, meds, and fuel and salvage using bullets as currency, or you can trade between. Food it could be any type of thing that would sustain you, that would allow you to make a normal-sized poop. Uh, and water is anything that would sustain you on the thirst front that could be beer it could be beer it could also be beer uh and then you have meds which could be bottles of aspirin to syringes full of mysterious drugs uh fuel is doesn't matter diesel regular fuel and salvage is just a junk you find in the world now in the full game we'll have salvage we'll have big tables for salvage what that piece might be uh just so you can have for flavor purposes but right now electrical mechanical whatever it's salvage is salvage you use salvage to smush together and make items that you might need. And you need uh, one piece of salvage for every five bullets of its price in the equipment list. You can typically only build stuff during a mission that you can hold in two hands. So if you want to make a big fucking gun, you could do that, but it's going to cost you like 45 bullets to get that gun so you would need nine pieces of salvage to make it, and you make a roll. Does that make sense so far? Okay. Uh, we have weapons. Uh, typically, weapons are going to be light weapon, heavy weapon, uh, hand weapon, but we've, I think I've named them all for you. Don't worry too much about those. Remember, if you have an automatic, if you have a firearm, like an automatic rifle or a pistol, it, you, have, you burn your bullets when you fire it. Special activities, uh, that's there. Your, your role-playing details, I'll tell you there. And then you have psychic powers. How many of you are playing a psychic? Just show of hands. Just one? Two? So, Two yeah. psychics. All right. You're going to see what at the if you have a you have the, the current name for the psychic power, the psychic energy cost. You have range, target, duration, and you also have an augment. So if you can you can burn the like say for example I fire off hallucinate for one psychic energy, that would reduce my pool of psychic energy down to five. But if I want to augment it, I can choose two more targets by spending one more point of psychic energy. You might also see twenty or higher or zero or less. Those are for if to make a roll. Uh, and if uh, your roll is 20 or higher, it doesn't, doesn't matter if you beat the target number five or not, uh, you get the extra effect. However, you have the drawback of zero or less. All right. Any questions so far? I have two. So where it says included for, like, vicious or weapon training, that's on it's my It's already stack. figured out. And is my knife really 1d6 plus 11, or is that a uh, That's typo? a typo. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, it would. I just want to make sure. These were, really, uh, these were done very quickly, yeah. so bear with me. They're probably, probably 1d6 plus 1. one. Yeah. Because normally it's a light weapon, does a d6, yeah. which are with Vicious. With Sid Vicious, you get a little bit extra. Yep, got it. Uh, or it could be 1d6 plus 11 minus 10 damage. <laughs> Whoa. That is deep. All right, so uh, a couple other things we have. Uh, this game doesn't use uh, a grid at all. We use something called we use areas, and areas are typically thirty feet by thirty feet, but they can be any size. Uh, areas typically have traits, so they might be cramped, which means there's only so many people can fit in them. Uh, they can be fucked, uh, which means that it's if you move into the area, there's a risk of falling down. There are also fucked up borders. There are open borders and closed borders. We're not going to get too much into that, but if we need to draw it out, it just gives you an idea of how everything works. 
Now, the reason for bringing this up is that areas, if you have you throw a grenade and as an area burn, an area attack, everything in that area takes that damage and mitigates the damage with a roll. Uh, similarly, if you uh, go on a full auto into an area, you're gunning down everyone in there. And so we don't worry about how many people are in or whatever. It's just everybody in the area is subject to the attack. Make sense? Fortune. You guys have a pool of fortune points, which is equal to the number of players, which are five plus the number of missions you've completed, so that's seven fortune. Now, fortune works like this. Whenever anybody makes a roll, you can say, I would like to spend fortune. When you spend the fortune, you have to do it before the roll's made. Uh, if uh, it gives you... Right, so it doesn't actually do anything to the roll itself. You still make the roll as normal. If you get a success, the fortune makes it a greater success, which means that you get an extra D6 damage, or I give you more information if you're trying to find something. Uh, if you get a failure and you spend fortune on it, then uh, it gives you a boon on the next roll you make to perform the same task. So say, for example, you're going to attack, uh, attack Ben's character, uh, and Ben says, I would like damage. <laughs> I spend a fortune for that to happen. You'd make your roll as normal. If uh, you get a success, you do a D6 extra damage to him. If you failed, next round, you would get an extra boon on your roll. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. Does that fortune ever come back? Or? Nope. Once permission. Okay. And I think that is basically it. So let's take a moment. Hold hands and pray. No. Uh, tell me uh, Tell me who you're playing. Uh, I'm playing Madden Melvin. I'm uh, very tall, 7 feet 9 inches. I'm very attractive. Uh, I've got cl- uh, a crown of thorns coming out of my head, a crown of spikes coming out of my head. Uh, I don't say much. Um... Uh, that's about it, I guess. I'm playing Geek. Um, I am a goddamn monster, according to my sheet here. Uh, and it hurts to look at me. I'm missing a left leg, uh, which is replaced with a peg leg. And uh, my eyes are on top of stalks. On top of my head. Huh. Um, that's a mutation, right? <laughs> yes. <Just checking. laughs> yep. I mean, you also like, like fire. Pull them out. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm dump truck. I'm. Uh, I've got a leather jacket. I'm pretty big. I sweat a lot. I got a bicycle chain that I like to twirl around. You don't want me to hit you with it. <laughs> nice. I am Madam Toast. Uh, I'm wearing camel shot. Camouflage fatigues and combat boots. I carry around a baby with me. <laughs> Named uh, Jean Henri. Jacques Henri. Jacques. Jacques Henri. Uh, who I think is the resurrected savior of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Ongoing theme. I like it. All right. Every game. Um, I am playing the kid. I am the height of a three year old. But I weigh the same as a ten-year-old. <laughs> Just according all to this, <laughs> but all it's all muscle. yeah, it's all muscle. Um, he always walks on the balls of his feet, um, but he's kind of quiet. Noisy. <laughs> all right. So the premises were the premises game is that at some point in the in the in the near future, uh, the world was going to shit, and uh, so the wealthiest people decided to uh, build these megalopoli that would that would be used to preserve humanity. At least that was their excuse. What it turned out was they selected the people who got to move in to these giant mega cities, and everybody else was forced to live in the wastelands. Uh, and they fought, and in order to keep the people at bay, they used nuclear weapons and 
biological weapons and all sorts of other terrible things to kind of crush the rest of the, the dregs of humanity that were not needed. So most of the world has turned into uh, just a savage, brutal wasteland that's filled with rubble and junk and garbage and uh, populated by weird mutants, uh, the Fifth Reich, which are these neo-Nazis that hate mutants. Uh, there are junkers and gangers and all sorts of other things running around. Uh, and the world is one giant separating ship. And that's the way it is right now. Now, you guys have a, you found a van in your previous mission. It's a big green van. It's got a, a pink stripe along the side. It smells very much of dog on the interior. Uh, now, it has, uh, you have one donut tire because you were not able to find a tire to fit the wheel. Uh, and the engine sputters a lot and makes a lot of crapping noises out of the back when it tries to shift its gears. It cannot go in reverse. Uh, it's missing one window on the right side, and there is an old urine-soaked mattress in the back. And you guys are chugging along down a country road. Now you can see that this you've been you're far enough away from the the blast crater of uh, which is where you probably found you, uh, mm -hmm. where where a, a small nuke tech nuke went off and destroyed the country all around. Uh, but you you're far enough away from that that you're starting to see evidence that there is some life, a little bit of life where you're going. Now you're going down this country road and. It, a lot of the undergrowth is kind of reaching out over across. It's covered in debris, and you're having to take it kind of slow because it's cracked and pitted, and there are bodies here and there and fallen tree limbs. But as you're going... Who's driving? Yes, who is driving? John. No. The kid? <laughs> yes. you reach I, can't, the I can't reach the pedals. No. Uh, I think I'm probably a decent driver. Wait, what kind of car Wait, was it? It's a van. It's a van. So, yeah, you can fit that pretty good. Yeah. You cut the seat all the way back. It's a conversion yeah. van. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you're getting low on... Now, you have you all have some fuel on you, uh, but your engine is starting to make some sputtering noise. It looks like the gauge says you've got at least a quarter of a tank left. but it So there's a weird knocking noise coming from the engine. And you're seeing blue smoke coming out of the tailpipe. Oh. Uh, it's fine. I think we're going to we're gonna need to pull over at some point here. Just keep going for now. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's moving, we've got to keep going. All right. So you're, as your car is slowing on its own oh. as you're as you're making your way. Uh, Put on the gas. I'm trying. You round a corner and you see, and you're just as the engine's about to die, uh, and it's making this awful noise coming from in whatever's going wrong with it. Uh, you're rounding the corner. You see, there's an old gas station about maybe 30, 300 feet up the road. You can see it's ahead. It's got a uh, overhang over the pumps. Pumps are all gone, of course. Uh, but the overhang is, is rusting, and there's broken glass all over the ground underneath it. There's a rusted-out hulk of a car that's sitting on uh, no no tires at all. Uh, all the glass looks like it's broken in, but there's also a convenience store-ish kind of thing off behind the pumps. Coast it take a look. There. Yeah, coast it in there. <laughs> all right. I say we check it out. All right. It's, uh, it's, it's making weird noises continue as, as it's going and finally dies and you're coast long and you guys get to about 100 feet away before it comes to a stop. Uh, oh, shit. I guess, uh, get out, pop the hood. Yeah. All right. Uh, you pop the hood and you see that your fix for the oil cap, which is really just stuffing a paper bag into it, is uh, it's finally not, it's no longer working and that the engine seems to be fully out of oil. I told you it wasn't going to work. I'm just a kid. <laughs> You said you've seen it done before. I have seen it done before. And it worked. For the past two days. <laughs> well, 
Maybe there's an oil cap in here. It's some oil. Maybe the car has something that we could use. Maybe. Yeah, there might be oil in the in the engine. In that car. Anyone know how to change oil? No, this is the first car I've ever owned. Yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I think I've seen it once. Uh, yeah, let's check it out. So, yeah, let's go check out this other car. All right, give me a perception roll of one day. Fifteen. Sixteen. Oh, no. Eighteen. Uh, All right. You two, as you're getting out of the van and looking around, you both hear a a very faint noise coming from the direction of the building. Maybe like something got tipped over or crashed the ground, maybe. You finally... I just... Yeah. Okay. That's why he's my favorite. Yeah. Um... You hear some noise and commotion coming from inside of the building ahead. The wind's blew, uh, blowing through the trees, some leaves fall to the ground, it's autumn. Uh, no signs of any any animal life or anything like that. Uh, Something's in there, we should check it out. Yeah, we're not alone here. There are five of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the five of us are not only the... Well, technically there's six of us. Wait. Oh, right. I forgot about shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> the baby. The baby just shakes his hands. Well, what's uh, the baby think we should do? <laughs> I'll, I'll hold up the baby by the back and point it at the building. And then it points. So we should go in. Check okay. out what's going on. Uh, Wait, we're taking direction from the baby? Yeah. Baby knows what's going on. So the kid's going to climb back into the van. And then he comes back out. He's got an axe across his back and a pistol. For some reason, and I'm a big dagger. Like, <laughs> all right, let's go. <laughs> Kid, you're all kinds of special. Thanks. I'll pull my pistol and start walking towards the the uh, station. Okay, about 100. You, both, you you cross that last hundred feet pretty easily, and now you're standing. The, part, you're, you're, you're the first of you, whoever was up front, maybe it's a baby, maybe it's shotgun Ree. Yeah, away. he's leading. Uh, <laughs> gets to the edge of the parking lot. You see that. Um, Grass has grown really tall all the way around it. Uh, trees of, of the forest are kind of encroaching on the place. Uh, as I described, the car, which is a, a Nissan Sentra, is in really poor shape. One of the doors has been ripped off. The ripped off and it's hanging down. It's hanging, or actually on the ground next to it. The car si- is sitting on its rims. Uh, the tires have rotted away. Uh, the gas cap is open. The engine or the, the hood is closed, but a lot of the glass in the windows are, are cracked or broken in. Uh, underneath the overhang, uh, you see that the pumps have all been torn off. They're just the stems uh, below are sticking up from the ground. And you see the building that's off behind it. As you're kind of getting in there, you also see there is a sign that uh, has it's a road sign that says, Fester, five miles. If you can read. Nope. There's a sign. It says something. Uh, I think... Fester's in five miles. What's that? I don't know. Probably a city, I'm like guessing. Didn't you guys say you heard a sound? There's, there's something up in there. Inside. I'm gonna go maybe, maybe, maybe it's a door or a... Oh, right. Okay, so there's a big glass with a big open glass window that's been shattered. And you see there's some racks of, uh, like a magazine rack that's in front of it. We're rather facing it. Magazines are all just, uh, are all water damaged. Uh, there is a glass door that's been shattered as well, but the bar is still intact across the middle. Uh, and then there is a counter 
and you see that there are a couple of uh, glass coolers closures to that, and a door off the side. You said there's a sound in there? In there. I'm on it. And I'm going to pull the axe off my back and just walk towards the building. All right, kid, yeah. going towards or the building. Tunnel, really. I'm. Uh, <laughs> Geek's gonna follow because he just enjoys watching kid at work. That's fair. All right, I cover them with Jack. What's <laughs> <laughs> like he's gonna do? Spit up on them? Yep. Well, it's happened before. Shotgun, he looks very serious. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, dump truck, I'll be right up front too. I'll, I'll follow up. All right. So you go, kid goes in first. You get to the door. You don't have to actually push it open. You can just walk right underneath the, the yep. push bar. Uh, and you, you go inside. The first thing that strikes you is the smell of sour milk and rotting food. Uh, and you hear you hear coming from back in the back, somewhere maybe behind those glass enclosures, what would be the coolers, some noise, something moving around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. There's something back here. I told you there was. Hey, anybody here? You call out into the shop. And uh, you see coming up to the glass uh, six faces. Uh, they're all twisted and distorted, and they're all ugly as fuck. One guy has a head that's kind of shaped like a turtle head. Another guy has a giant cleft that goes down to the center. Face is pushed out to the sides. You see another face that looks like ground beef with eyeballs positioned randomly in, randomly into the surface. You can, and the other ones are even weirder, and they're all in the back. <laughs> hey, Geek, it's your family. Oh, they're cute. Can we keep them? They start. They all kind of look out, and they start moving, moving in back into the darkness of the coolers. Cool. Maybe they have a gas cap. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. Door slams open behind behind the wall. Like into uh, into where we are, or away. From? You can't see what's can't going see. on. Okay. But a door open. You hear a door slamming. At, slam we should open. ask them before they leave. Yeah. Hey, you got a gas cap in there? Oh, and in answer, the six of these oh, horrific okay, mutants come boiling uh, out through the, side, the employee yeah. entrance door, and they are as they are as ugly physically as they are as, as they are facially, uh, and they're carrying a variety of weird weapons. One guy has got a petrified baby in a hand attached to a rope, swings it in his head in his hands. The other guy's carrying uh, looks like a baby crib. And it's just like, ah, and you come in, and they're all just surging towards you. Fast turns. So I'll take that as a no. <laughs> yeah. Fast turns, eh? Yeah. Stone baby. I shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Crib. Lobster man. Sphincter yeah. face. If you're going to shoot, shoot him before I, before I get up there and start swinging <laughs> an axe at him. Meat boy. Meat boy. And engorged phallus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That guy looks against. totally normal, except he always has a raging erection. <laughs> yeah. That's his mutation. He forgot uh, to call will, his doctor. I will uh, shoot at uh, uh, Stone Boy. Stone, Stone baby. baby. All right, he's got that rope. He's swinging the fetus. <laughs> and it's uh, not like a little one. This is a gigantic fetus. <laughs> so with my expertise, I can use it on any any roll. So. Yep. Right. And then you have... Because expertise also has stuff that pops you from skills, too. Right, right. right. It's like right. trickery, but... Gotcha. Uh, oh, and I can move. Right. No, so I will shoot. Fire away. Uh, nine, ten. Right on the nose. All right, you clip him and give me some oh, damage. Um, what am I? One d six plus three, so nine points of damage. All right, he's tra- uh, because you injured him. He gets one trauma for that 
for that fun and becomes frightened for one round. Uh, he also, the, the bullet catches him right in the guts. Uh, he almost loses his grip on a stone baby, but he's waddling around. Blood's pouring out of the wound, and he's kind of making little farting noises from his nether regions. So I'll scream out, no, Jacques, don't do it! And then flames are going to leap out of the baby and hit the targets in an area. Sweet! <laughs> sure! <laughs> All right, so it's a uh, flamethrower? Yeah it's, yeah, it's the flame blast, so... Gotcha. So, uh, oh, you're all in the same area, so the flames will cover everything. So you, and Jacques Reeves calls down the power of heaven. Fire comes pouring out of its body. All of you are watching with flame. Give me the damage. We all have to make a roll. Two. So everybody takes two or one. One if you have a success in the agility roll. Uh, missed it. One. So one. Stone baby falls to the ground dead. Damn it, shotgun read. <laughs> Sometimes he just gets out of control. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Did you forget to burp him again? This is what they call you Madam Toast, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the engorged phallus made his roll. <laughs> All right. Anybody else going in fast? Once, twice. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to charge forward with me axe. All right. You, you go for... Um, oh, I'm go- uh, oh, you said there was me boy, right? He looks like somebody that I knew once, so I'm going for him. What's that say? You're the one that wrote it down. I know. Crap. Clap. Crib. Clap. Crib. 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 <laughs> He's a crib guy with the... With the yeah. Alright, uh, so I'm charging. Does that give me a bane? It does give you a bane. You leap forward to kill! Okay. So Meat Boy is there braced, and he's got a nice selection of, uh, of Ginsu blades in his hands. Oh, hell, Satan. That is a 21. All day long. Do I get forceful strike? I do get that because I have forceful strike. Wow, five. <laughs> All right, so you come swing with that axe, catches uh, Meat Boy in the meat part of his body, which is all of it, uh, and it spurts some gore, and he starts making a chuffing noise in response to your aggression, your aggressive move. Any other fast turns? Yeah, I'm going to um, raise my hand up in the air, and a little ball of fire appears in it, and I'm going to throw it at Engorged Penis, or Phallus. <laughs> Sorry, Engorged Phallus. Engorged his Penis name. is his father. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just some little cocky. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be roll agility against target's agility. It's probably not going to do it. Ten. Ten, right on the nose. All right. And Gorge Phallus is burned again. So he takes 1d6 damage. It's a three. All right, he is... Uh... All right, he's, he's hurting, but he's not injured yet. Uh, all right, that everybody, I think everybody's gone. So it's my turn. Now, you shot, you ran up there to fight, you threw, you blasted, and I'm, you've not yet gone. Yep. All right, so you're waiting to slow? Yes. Okay. So my guys are going to do a mixture of charge and maul. So these guys, uh, we've got uh, Meat Boy and Engorge Phallus are going to attack Kid. The rest of these three are going to lurch forward and mess with you guys. We'll start with uh, you, Kid. Uh, that is a miss. That is a miss. That was all I had. All right, so we have three of these guys. Um, now, what they're going to do... Yeah, they're going to do it. All right, so Crib Boy is coming for... Uh, for you. He's got his crib in hand. He's like, get into your crib! <laughs> I outgrew oh, that. Oh, way! You are in a crib. You are in a crib. Yeah. Take five damage as he smashes the crib you, over your head. 
Uh, uh, let's see. Let me know when you become injured. And injured again is half your health. I am injured. All right, gain one trauma. All righty then. Yes, we have two more. We have Lobster Man. Uh, coming for you. All right, he comes lurching forward with his clipper claws. And that is a 13 against your defense. That'll hit. All right. Satan favors you for three damage. And then not to leave you guys out, Sphincter Face comes sucking towards one of you two. Uh, call it high or low? Low. Congratulations. You're the target. For a defensive 11. That just hits. All right. Uh, Sphincter Face attacks you with his uh, blender, uh, and it's on somehow. It's the battery, <laughs> the cord is running to a battery pack that he has in the back. He's trying to get the baby. You only take two damage. Okay. All right, so that brings two slow turns. All right, well, I'll step over and um, whip my chain at Sphincter Face. Yeah! All right, so I get one. Uh, uh, 15, 16, 17. 17 all day long, all day strong. Give me some damage. All right. That's the bicycle chain. Six damage. All right. All right, bicycle chain at Sphincter Face. He gets one trauma because he's now injured as well. All right. So he gets whipped across the face. Something foul and unspeakable comes leaking out of the gaping wound that then snaps shut again. We're back to fast turn. Oh, wait. I forgot my battle threat. Shit. I'll do it next turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I question. will. Yes. I have a question. So uh, dual wielding in this, how does it work again? Uh, you can do attack one charge or two. If you attack one charge, you can make the attack roll two veins. Uh, but if you yeah, do get a success, you add the wet damage die for your offhand weapon to your primary attack. Okay. If you do two targets, you make two attack rolls. With, I'm sorry, you make a roll to attack each target separately with two veins. Okay. Good to know. I'm going to hit uh, Sphincter Face again. All right. He is like... Yeah, you like that? Uh, 7, 9, uh, 10, 11. 11 is enough to hit him. I think he'll take him out, too. Uh, five more damage. All right, Sphincter Face goes down like a sack of tears. Yeah, fuck you. And then... That's my power That's your battle cry. Nice. <laughs> oh, fitting. Very fitting. I will uh, pull out my combat knife and stab Lobster. All Lobster right, boy. Lobster Boy. Uh, 17. 17, yes. Uh, five points of damage. All right, he is now one. He is now traumatized from his injury. All right, anybody else going to go on fast? Yep. Go yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm still going after Meat Boy okay. because we've got a thing. Uh, I'm pulling out my knife with my left hand, and then I'm going to go like this, swinging for his uh, torso with the axe and his groin with the knife. Um, So I reduced the banes from two to one, and then I have one, so they just cancel out. Oh, glorious! Damn it. Still enough. <laughs> the, the, with, with a satisfying crunching noise, the axe falls and hits the side of this guy, folding in his body, and the blade finds his groin, which does seem to, squip, to quiver and twist to get out of the way, but goes in, and you drive it up into the guts, and when you pull it out, a, like it's like sawing the bottom of a, of a cup of coffee. All his entrails just come plopping onto the floor, and he stands there gaping with his meat face, twisted in diffusion, and then falls over and dies. All right, nicely done, kid. We have uh, we have Crib Man, Lobster Boy, and a Gorge Phallus left. Anybody else taking a fast turn? So Crib just hit me in the face with uh, Crib. He did. Uh, so I'm gonna hit him back with my hammer for a 15. Love it. So that's going to be two damage. 
All right, Crib Boy is nonplussed. Anybody else going on fast? Once, twice, three times. Lady, if not, we're going to go. So we have Lobster Boy, Crib Boy, and Gorge Fallis on you. Is that right? No, no Gorge Fallis was on, on him. Yes, right. Gorge Fallis like, you killed my brother. 16. Yep. Two damage. All right, and then Lobster Boy is we have on you two. On you, that's 20 for three damage. Uh, Are you traumatized? Nope, and it's a miss on you. Yay. All right, good job. Slow turns. I'll move up to Plumpy Phallus over there. Okay. Take a swing. <laughs> Plumpy <laughs> That was his brother. He's in Gorge Phallus. Oh, no, that'll miss. All right, uh, the Phallus apparently two, two. two engorged. Right. <laughs> it's distracting. Well, engorged is their surname. It's kind of like an Eastern name. Right. <laughs> so it's yeah. engorged Phallus, penis, and cotton. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that takes to the end of the round. Anybody else? That was down, so we're back to you. Faster. Uh, I will stab Lobster Boy again. Yes, do it! Uh, 18? Yes, yes. Uh, one point. Lobster Boy is still around. Dang it. Anybody else going fast? I'm going to keep swinging at Crib Guy with uh, my hammer. Yes! 17 will hit. Four damage. All right. Oh, five damage, sorry. He's weebling. He's wobbling. Am I close enough to these guys? Sure. Anymore? We're all yeah. the same area. We don't worry about it. All right, yeah. So I'll go after, uh, I'll go after Lobster Boy. Uh, uh, 17. 17. All right. You got him. And he probably drops. And the bike chain does eight damage. Yeah, he's very nice. dead. It leaves the Crib Boy and Gorge Fowls. Yeah, I'll take a swing at Gorge. It's a uh, 10. On the nose. Okay, two damage. Or three damage. Okay. Still there. Yeah. All right. This time we're going to uh, just an X. Um, straight for the hamstring on engorged phallus. But uh, well, my 10, I'm at sitting at an 8 plus 2, that's, that's 10. A that's a hit. For 6 damage. All right, so you can, you want to go for the tendon, is that what you said? All right, sure. You take him, you hit the tendon, He uh, it does sever it. It goes zigzagging out the back of his leg, he starts <laughs> screaming, and he stumbles, falls, falls face first into the edge of a rack, where he then pales himself on the forehead, and he promptly avoids his bowels and is no longer engorged. All right. <laughs> That leaves Crib Boy as the only one left around. He's going to try to run away. Now, he's going to run away from what's called a hostile area because there are enemies in it, which would be you guys. So normally what happens is that when you try to leave a hostile area that we're treating, you make an agility roll, which he's going to do. Uh, if he gets a failure, he takes 1d6 damage plus 1 for every opponent that outnumbers his, his side, which in this case would be 5 because you all pile on Oh, fails. <laughs> Chuck Henry is, is distracted. He's looking for his, his, his thing. So, uh, somebody roll a d6 and add five to it. Nine. All right, you destroy Crib Boy as he's trying to get away from the area, and they're all dead. Their weapons clattering. We, we just wanted through. a gas cap, guys. Hey, Madam Toast, I, I have a crib for your, for your baby. Oh, sweet. Let's put it in the van. All right. <laughs> So you guys look for the the gas can. I'm gonna go out back and uh, make sure there aren't any other people out there. Sounds good. I'll go to the employee and see what's over there. All right. I actually walk out the front door and around the building. It's 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 blood just dripping from your weapons. Yep. All right. Sweet. On the balls of your feet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a it's more of a bounce than a walk. But yeah. <laughs> and I'll head out and uh, check the ruined car and see yes. if there's anything. All right. So you're gonna loot the ruined car. You guys are looting the interior? Yeah. Uh-huh. And you're checking the back? Yeah. Okay. 
uh, just kind of help us out. The back is a separate area. Okay. Uh, and obviously the other zones are also separate areas. All right. So we'll do you we'll do you one more time. All right. So the people that are uh, tossing the room, one of you roll, one of you grant a boon. I'll roll. Go for it. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. All right, you look around. You find an oil cap, bizarrely. You also find uh, one pe- one uh, one unit of food that's still el- that's still edible that somebody overlooked. It's an old Twinkie, fifty years old. Uh, and you find six cans of beer, Stroh's, right. Fire Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. No wonder they got left. Yep. Uh, there's only five. Okay. Because I just shotgun one. Of course. <laughs> What? <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's what you do in there, you don't find anything else that's really interesting here. You guys, obviously, there's no fuel, no other other bits, and there's really nothing that you would qualify salvage. You head to the back, and it's dark back here. It's really dark because there's no there's no power, and uh, there is no windows either. Uh, you test the light switch if you wish. And nothing happens. Uh, you see the door that you do within the gloominess from. Uh, the, the bit of light that's shining from the front of this building, you can see that the door they burst out of uh, goes back into the, the cooler area. Uh, you also see that there is another door on the opposite side, which uh, is a unisex restaurant. Door stands ajar. Uh, the handle is is brass and all pitted and corroded, uh, and it has black goo all around the handle. Human uh, grease has been built up for years. Nice. I look back uh, into the main room and I say, does anybody have a, a, a flashlight? Anybody got a light? string of Christmas lights. Oh, yeah. The, get, you hook them up to the You sure can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it's got, and that battery pack has enough juice in it for the rest of the event, for the rest of the mission. Okay, nice. sweet. Nice. Let's go look back there. All right, let's go. So you and Jacques Henri and 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 Mad Melvin, Mad Melvin. Uh, make your you got the Christmas lights. Which way are you gonna go? It's so festive back um, there, guys. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll look into the bathroom. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. All right. So you push the door open with the Christmas lights, giving you red, green, blue, and yellows, all giving this kind of mottled look as it's shining in the room. You dimly see that there is uh, the filthiest toilet in Tennessee. Uh, there's also a urinal right next to it, but it's mostly shattered. Uh, there's uh, a pipe from which rusting water is dribbling. Uh, there is a mound of fecal matter in, in the bowl. Uh, this one is also unwisely has, has a tank. Instead of just, yeah, there's a tank. It's still covered. Covered. There's a mirror, scratched, that says Satan loves you, and there's also a sink. Trash cans, crumpled up papers in the floor, scuttling cockroaches, giant quivering mound of feet. Here's a stick. Go through the, the pile if you want. <laughs> uh, I thought Dragon Ryu would want to do that. I'll look in the in the toilet. All right, we'll come back to you. (laughs) All right. Don't uh, be gross. (laughs) So, dump truck, you head out the front, uh, spattered with blood from the carnage that you just uh, helped bring about. And you are now standing in front of this place. You see that Nissan Sentra was once silver, largely rust now, uh, and and banged up. Uh, You can see through the open front window, which is all shattered and cracked, uh, there's a steering wheel and there are a couple, and two two seats in the back seat. Door on the right side is hanging off. Well, I'm going to see if I can pop the trunk. All right. 
You go around to the front side and you pull the door open, no problem. Uh, you pull the lever. Let's see if, if fate has favored you. On a one, you'll have to find another way. Pops. Go back around, open it up, see what I see. All right. You take a, you open, take a look inside and you see the withered remains of what apparently was maybe a hooker. The only reason why you think it was a hooker, she's got bright pink fingernail polish. Uh, and it's this mummified remains. It's pretty horrifying, so give me a will roll. That's a seven. Give me your give yourself one trauma for your trouble. Ah, dead hookers. <laughs> uh, you see the arms are duct taped together, and so are the ankles. I walk up behind him and uh, I unroll uh, some expired condoms and say, "If you're gonna do anything, you might want these." <laughs> But what is she going to do with him? I'm a chick. Come on. Oh. <laughs> oh, you are a chick. He can't tell. I don't. You all look the same to me. <laughs> she has those? Huh? Yeah, I have those in my, in my stuff. Yeah. Right. He said she has brightly painted fingernails. All right, and you're walking around the building, uh-huh. and you go you go all the way around, and you get, once you hit the side, uh, there's a lot of underbrush. We would call this a fucked area. Okay. Uh, so give me, uh, you can just cut your way through it. You can either move through it very slowly, or you, you can just do that. Okay, that's what I'm going right, to do. So you move slowly. You're pushing your way through the, 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 vine, the vines and bushes. Finally, you're around to the back, and uh, you see there are... A tipped over trash can that's the contents have been strewn about. Uh, there's also uh, some boxes, um, and there's uh, that's pretty much it. Also, maybe an air conditioner unit that's intact, okay. sort of. Um, so, what I want to do is uh, drop to the ground and just kind of start rolling around to get some of this blood off my skin. Okay, um, let's see if there's poison ivy there. No, you're good. Uh, and then I'm gonna um, do something else. Okay. All right. So back to back to uh, your compatriot is, is gone for a pause for one moment. On you. Back to the car. Uh, well, I don't want anything to do with the uh, dead hooker trunk. Um, let's see if I can pop the hood and see if there's anything I can steal from the. Uh... No. Um, All right. So you pull on that lever and it just snaps. The wire snaps. I just toss it and. Uh... I'm, I'm not too uh, interested in this car anymore. You know, the, the, the hooker kind of, the mummified corpse. I'm just going to head back inside. Okay. All right. No problem. All right. So, uh, uh, let's say that Jock on Reed needs changing. So, you're going to, so, what you, so, how are you attacking this toilet? Uh, so, is this the, the toilet with all of the shit? There's just one toilet. All right. Giant mound. Like the last person to use it had to have hovered. Uh, I will, uh, uh, I put my gun away and just kind of like try to get off to the side of it. All right. I'm going to reach over, grab the, uh, the top of the toilet. All right. You, you, uh, you take the top, the lid of the toilet and give me the agility roll to see if you can maintain your balance. You're trying not to. <laughs> All right. That's enough. All right. So you're trying to get this and, and for the kids at home, that was a, that was a, a one. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, uh, it, you, 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 whoa, 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 and you start juggling it, and then unfortunately you fall and face plant into the bowl, and the lid crashes to the floor and and and, and shatters. I throw up. Oh, well, you get you you lift up and you throw up to fill up your bowl, and it's like an egg in a basket. 
Well, I'm here now. Shit. And there are all sorts of things wriggling in the, in the uh, mess. All right. I try to clean myself up as much as possible while I'm doing it. I look in the bowl, or not in the bowl, in the, in the, the back tank. of the tank. So all right. It's, there's no water in it. Uh, well, there actually is. There is a mason jar uh, full of, of rusty water in order to not spend so much water. Uh, and there's also a plastic-wrapped bag of some sort of powdery, white powdery substance that's just sitting in the back. Oh, maybe this was worth it then. <laughs> <laughs> All that shit in my face, but it was totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. That would be hot. Uh, I will pull the bag out and uh, in the jar. All right. Try to rest. <laughs> Wash myself off. <laughs> All right. So it's rusty, nasty, filthy, sulfurous water, but it still is better. <laughs> better than shit. Better than the, 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 the fecal mask that you, have, uh, you gave yourself. You get what you think is most of it off and using the mirror and the Christmas lights to kind of light this up. Uh, you can think you've got most of it. Although, periodically for the rest of the adventure, I'm guaranteed to give you more moments, though. All right. Find some more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you eating shit again, Melvin? <sighs> it was only one time. Two times now. <laughs> <laughs> this is on accident. Kid comes back around the front, eyes suspiciously red. It smells very earthy. Very, very earthy. Covered in twigs and sticks. But not as much blood. <laughs> cleaned up a little bit. I mean, my pants are still covered in blood, but my skin on my torso, where I have no clothes. Well, once they come out of here, I want to look at look in that uh, the little bag. All right, so you start unwrapping unwra- uh, the, the plastic, and you see that there are four pouches of white powder. And then you hear from behind you, is that food? Um, probably not. Damn. I smell some. All right, Strongly. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not food. <laughs> right. You sniff a, you sniff a big, big, big dose of, of, of medicine, and you heal damage equal to your healing rate. Yes. <laughs> Cocaine is a terrible drug. <laughs> All right, a hell of a drug, yes. Uh, after about uh, a few minutes, something will happen to you. <laughs> something. Six minutes later. <laughs> but you're feeling right. good. You're feeling pretty invincible. All right, let's go look at the rest of this place. Was there any food? <laughs> hey, did you guys see any food? Uh, oh, I got a can of beets. Yeah, I got a candy bar. Oh, no. I found it. But we're find all part of the van. All right. There's, there I, was nothing out I will split it up later. But can we split it up now? He's <laughs> got the munchies. Yeah, I mean, sure. Here's, here's your portion. And he'll take this candy bar and eat it, and he stares you in the eyes as he eats it. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Is there I more? Imagine. No. Oh, okay. We're all out. Cool. I want to find right. some more food. Let's go in the back. Let's keep going. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you, you go. Uh, Christmas lights. Jacques Henri and Mad Melvin go into the cooler section. Where you find there are a lot of uh, a lot of cardboard boxes that have all kind of collapsed and rotted away. There are a couple uh, glass bottles filled with suspicious liquids. Uh, you also see a row of bulging plastic gallon jugs filled with uh, separated with fluid, where it's kind of a brownish yellow at the bottom and then pus at the top. Lining down a row, making a, a whole row down to the front of the broken glass door. There are. Two, three in a row. Three in a row. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to open those. Uh, a couple of dented cans of beer, uh, maybe soda bottles. Most of this place has been ransacked. 
Right. And the bottle is a suspicious liquid. There's suspicion. No is oil. there anything else? Is there any oil in here? Uh, you don't see any oil in the in the cool in the cooler now. Uh, oh, it's cool. Separate. All right. Is there a, like a garage here? No. Uh, did you guys find any food in there? Uh, uh, yeah. Something. <laughs> I think so. Come check it out. I'll come check it out. Yeah. Check out what's in those bottles. Now we're like, that looks kind of gross. <laughs> Could be food though. Is it oily? Some food's gross. Uh, I can't reach that high though. Lower one down to you. All right, you touch it. As soon as you put your hands on it, it starts to tremble. <laughs> okay. And put it back. <laughs> All right, it just trembles a bit. Okay. Like it's straining at the top. <laughs> So, so I, I still haven't brought it down or anything, but like I'm holding onto it and it's trembling without me picking it up. Once you just once you touched it the first time, it was trembling, and you see the the lid is straining; it's bubbling out. And then it okay. stops. Okay. Yeah, maybe we don't want to eat those. So. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Was there any food in that car? Sure. Depends what you like to eat, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't like been out to the car. Food. Go check it out. Okay. Did anybody find a, a an oil cap? You did. Yeah, we did. But we need oil. Well, maybe at this point, any... dump truck wanders back in and, and says, couldn't get into the engine of that car. Broken lever, dead hooker in the trunk. <laughs> Does a dead hooker have any food? Uh, I, I don't know. It, it, it reminded me too much of mom, and I, 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 you know, I'm not going back out there. Well, let's go back. Let's go go look at the, uh, the, the car. See if I can get into there. I, be, I bet if we all work together, we could pop this hood. Yeah. All right. How are you doing? Fireman's uh, axe. <laughs> Didn't somebody say that? I have, a, I have a hammer. A uh, hammer. I can make a crowbar. Make a crowbar? Yeah. So I'll reach into Jacques' uh, diaper and pull out a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> Jacques Henri giggles. Right. You have a crowbar. All right. I'll try to open up this uh, uh, the hood. All right. Uh, yeah, you, you managed to pry it open and the hood eventually pops. Cool. It makes a horrific screeching noise as you lift it up. Um, can I figure out how to get some oil out of here? Well, you startle a family of five mice who all, <laughs> Food! Are, uh, who all scatter. <laughs> the knife. You, you skewer one of the, one of the, one of the mice. Uh, he's, he dies in a very Pee Wee Herman way. Uh, and, uh, ooh, ah, ooh. <laughs> uh, and then uh, you... Uh, does anybody have any kind of maker, mechanic... I have maker, uh, maker, but that's it. Give me I an intellect roll. You can use your boon from your skill. I just have expertise. Hey, that's a twenty-three. Yeah, you think you can figure out how to extract extract any oil there's any left? Yeah, I'll suck it out and spit it into the van. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, what if we empty one of those jugs inside and get spit into there? We could just push the van closer. Could do that. 
I'm just a kid. <laughs> we gotta have some. I don't even know what a hooker is. Our waters in that we could use. So well, it might be better than your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. There are plenty of containers. <laughs> There's some empty bottles in there. We, we saw in the refrigerator. So right, yeah, there, there we go. Tubes. Any hoses of any kind? Here, we can use this, and I pop up another beer and chug it and and hand it to kid. There you go. An empty can? Yeah. yeah. How am I getting the oil into that? I thought you were going to spit it. Suck in your mouth, spit it into the can, well, and I then we'll... To, I, I'm sure there's some... You figured out that there was a screw thing oh, at the okay, bottom okay. that you would just drain it. I can just... <laughs> with a dagger. Or with my knife. Yeah. All right, so you, you punch a hole in the oil pan, and it dribbles out. Uh, this is very, very dark, gritty. It's going to get us a long, long way. Yeah. And there's so the much better, metal right? in the oil works. that it... Uh, yeah, it, it, it's pretty heavy. It's yeah. like it, every drop, like thud. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's better than no oil, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what's. We still don't know what's in those, bo- in those bottles. Something weird. It's kind of oily. So, so then I'm going to go and I'm going to try and really carefully pour it into the van. All right. Uh, you, hold on, hold on. Let's go try to see what's in those bottles. The quivering bottles. But we have the oil now. Yeah, but and that stuff was gross. Yeah, but it looked like pus. So there's oil. <laughs> or black oil. Do we want to listen to the guy who just snorted a bunch of cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> After sticking his face and shit? Like he's still talking to you guys and you're like, should we do this? And the, and kids already like halfway walking back to the van. Like, what were we talking about? Are <laughs> right, you coming down? No, I'm not. <laughs> you do it again? Sure. <laughs> right. This one doesn't heal you anymore. But you are you're I feel wired. Like you feel awesome. <laughs> They're sucking really fast. And, okay. So is each one of these a pouch? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's kind of two pouches of medicine. Okay. Uh, you have two left yep. from your your, your fine. Uh, yes. This one, uh, were you healed at full? No. Uh, well, let's go ahead and heal yourself again. That's okay. fine. Now I'm full. All right. So, yeah. As I get back to the van... I'm going to be like, oh, I wonder what this tastes like. And nobody stops me. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're all the way ahead of us. Yeah, I throw a rock at the back of your head like, no! <laughs> Put it down. Put it in the van. What was I doing with this? We're putting it in the van. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait for us to get there. <laughs> okay. You probably can't reach, I'm guessing. No offense. I'll help you. He shoots by. At the van, <laughs> snatch it over his hand. Yep. <laughs> Spilling. And then I walk up, kid, hand in the beer. <laughs> An unopened beer. An unopened beer. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Drink this. You'll feel better. You got any more of those? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then I pull another one out. <laughs> Drink it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, jump in and start the car. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see what happens. Uh, this is your effort to fix it. So let's just see. Yeah. All right. Uh, it takes a, a couple a couple tries, uh, but eventually a massive cloud of blue-black smoke comes out of the tailpipe. It's and, working! And the yes. engine seems like it's, it's almost telling you, why? Why did you do this? <laughs> why did you bring you back? It's I'll listen to it purr. Than it's before. It sounds so happy. All right. All right. Let's go. Yeah, everybody in. Shotgun. Heading to the town, I guess. We have a shotgun? Sure. No, I'm sitting shotgun. You're in the back. You can share your beer. 
Yeah, help me set up this crib that we have. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets in. I floor it. All right, you floor it, and uh, it, it it howls in pain as it's making its way down the road. Uh, and it takes you not very... You're not able to get much faster than uh, 20 miles an hour, and there's a terrific knocking coming from the engine. Damn it. And then, Man, we're really cruising today. <laughs> but eventually, you get close up to town when uh, there's a loud bang coming from the engine, and then everything that was in the engine falls to the ground below. And there is a... If you open the engine, you'll see that... One of the rods is shot through one of the, through the side. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, but your car, your van comes to a stop, and you overlook. Um, it's the road's turning in. See, there's a cluster of buildings made out of found salvage materials. Uh, there is oddly, uh, well, no, not oddly. There is a, there's a windmill up on on a hill, uh, and then there is a large warehouse type structure, <laughs> and there's a burned down house. Surrounded by farmland, and then you see a lake ahead. Yes. So I guess we get out of the uh, get out of the van, start trudging to the town. Okay. Yeah. Do we want to try to push it to the town, or is that? It looks like it's pretty fucked. Steal another car later, right? <laughs> yes. I uh, pull out another beer, crack it open, and pour it out to the van. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and, and dump truck is absolutely fucking appalled. And then I pull out another another beer, crack it open, and chug it. You got one left now. I right? have zero left. Oh, zero left. Because I gave one to you. Oh that's right. I only drank half of it. It was a lot. Alright, just to remind you the, lay- the layout, we have uh, you're on like a hill looking down slope at the small community of buildings that are all made of salvage material. So a windmill up on one of the hills. There's a burn farm or another one. There it looks like an old shrine of some, or, or a church. Uh, then you see at the very bottom of the hill, there's a lake. And it's a lake that's really, really dark water and surrounded by more hills that are tr- covered in trees. If we push the van a little bit, can we coast it down the hill? Yeah. Might as well. I mean, a couple of us will have to. Yeah. Sure, but I'll, I'll push. The brake will still work, right? So. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's try it. I'll, I'll help push just have the kid push. I can do it. Yeah. I got a strength 12. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> One bulky kid. I'll, I'll push two. Okay. We'll push together. All right, so the, who's are you steering? Still? I guess so. All right, so you guys push the van. The van starts rolling. Smoke's pouring out of the engine. Uh, and it starts going down the hill. Uh, to the point you guys can't keep up with it. That's fine. Yep. It's just a distraction for us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the brakes still continue to work yes. as uh, you come down to the bottom of the hill and you find yourself in the center of the community. As you're going and you're speeding or moving down the hill, you see it's populated by looks like ordinary folks, most of which are they're wearing rags or more bits of scavenged clothing. So there's one person wearing a McDonald's uniform. Another person is wearing a postman's uniform uh, with uh, just boxer shorts. So you see a variety of, uh, and some of the other people have stuff that's been patched or stitched together. And they're all looking at you wide-eyed. Well, get out of the van, stand up, nearly as tall as the van, walk around while they're walking down the hill, I guess. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Who's in the van? Anyone else? Or just every, uh, the three of us? everyone else okay. there. And you get kind of came to a stop in what would be in a D&D setting, a town square. But really, it's just an area of old road that they kind of have not built on top of yet. Uh, and you see, still see faint yellow lines that go through the middle of it that might have passed this way before. Does anybody want to buy a van? 
<laughs> Smoke still <laughs> coming out of the engine. 100% works downhill. <laughs> Most, down mostly yeah. new. <laughs> this has a hole in it. Is there anyone around? Yeah, you're all sorts of people around. They're all kind of gathering, look at you. And then one of them, uh, one of them steps forward and says, uh, "And this is this is a person that is, uh, he's tall, skinny, jowls hang down to his chest. Uh, he has very long fingers uh, and a wandering eye. And he's kind of crooked, and he bends over. And he says, have you come to help us? Yeah, we're not even there. Help you buy a van.'" What can I do to get you into this van today? <laughs> uh, you're sure you're not here to help us? Help you what? Well, we should take you to the mayor's house. Do you want to go to the mayor's house? Does he have another van? Jacques is interested. You guys are still walking down the hill. Mm-hmm. Gotta wait for friends. Yeah, yeah. What do you need help with? There's something that's menacing our people. Some strange thing, some monster. Hey, dump truck. Do you think they're gonna sell our van? They'll probably sell it for beer and then Geek will drink all of it. Yeah, that sounds right. Kinda make me kinda sad though. I like that van. I don't think we're gonna get the van back. Maybe they can fix it. Oh, you guys are walking. Yeah, we're we're walking down the hill. So we'll wait. Just kind of, I just look at these people, staring down at them. Say, so what's this monster like? Uh, there's a, a somebody comes up, walking behind, and clears his throat. There's no monster, and it's a short, rather heavy set man. All uh, right, so we succeeded. Yeah, he's wearing a white tuxedo that uh, with no shirt underneath, uh, and you see the rolls of his. His body are hang, hanging and, and greasy with his, his own excretions. Uh, he has a dark urine stain down the front of his white trousers, uh, and he has polished white boots. You must be the mayor. <laughs> nope, I'm the constable, the sheriff even. And I can tell you there's no monster. Just a bunch of fear and loathing. You should probably be on your merry way. Well, We don't like strangers here. We need to get our van fixed. So, if you can do that... I'd say you're be van just from standing over here and smelling it. It's thoroughly fucked. <laughs> you mechanic? Do, am I a mechanic? <laughs> no. Do you have a mechanic? Really like a second opinion. We don't have anything like this here in these here parts. Yeah, they're <laughs> You want to buy a van? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not too sure what I'd have use for it. I already have a house. Although, you know, the... Guest house. The right. Smith family, they just had their house burned down the other night. Oh, yeah? The van does come with a urine-soaked uh, mattress. And, and a crib. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. There's a, we should talk to the Smith family. Smith? All right. I haven't seen them yet. Their house burned down. We watched it. I'm sure some of them got away. Yep. They're just going to yep. sit around tapping our toes. So where is your way for us to get there? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the Smiths, which way? Well, I tell you, if you take a look up there on that thar hill, uh-huh. you see that uh, smoking crater? Yep. That's where you'd find them, most likely. How'd their house start on fire? Oh, sure as hell, I don't know. Not my job to go put out fires. Aren't you the sheriff? I am the sheriff. I keep rabble rousers like you out of my here ta- this here town. 
So you think it was the monster that burned you down? There's no such thing as a monster. We're the guests, right? So what you're guests. saying is you're not a very good sheriff because we're in town. I'm encouraging you. You're under my supervision for as long as you're standing here. All right. And then you guys walk into view, and the sheriff looks up at you and says, Hoo-wee! I'm sorry, ma'am. You took my breath away. Is, it, is heaven missing an angel? Because I think one just fell to earth. What's your name, little lady? Dump truck. <laughs> he fans his face. I walk up to him and hand him one of the expired condoms. <laughs> You'll need this. I have a feeling. Don't give it away for free. <laughs> Get some bullets out of it. The first one's free. Okay. <laughs> Ma'am, Madam, Madam Dump Truck, or should I call you Ms. Dump Truck? Just Dump Truck. Okay, Dump Truck. Might I take you on a tour through our fine town of Fester? And he cocks out an arm so you can take it. <laughs> All right, Dumpstruck, you go with him, and while you're distracting him, we'll loot the town. <laughs> Whole fucking town. Sure, I'll I'll take the tour. All right, do you take his arm? Sure. Wow, he, you see him. Well, you not only that only do you see it happen, but you smell it. His body just loses all of its liquid in one go. He's so nervous and excited, and it's just running down his face. It looks like he's reduced his body mass by a millimeter in every direction. <laughs> And there's a puddle on the ground underneath his feet. If you'll come with me, man. Now, right over there, you can see is the eye of God. What's he going to? He's pointing to the lake. See, it's all... looks God's looking up. He lives under the earth. And we're proud to have him here. Uh Uh-huh. All right. While she's walking with the one arm on him, her other arm is just kind of twirling her bike chain. Somewhat menacingly. All right. You know, I've never used butt beads of that size and caliber before, but I'd let you start me like a lawnmower. Uh, at this point, she removes her arm from his. <laughs> I apologize. Sometimes I let my feelings get in the way of common sense. I'll make sure that I keep my my bed words to myself. <laughs> you do that. Now, over here, you'll see up that's a Smith farm that's all burned down. I didn't do anything to help that at all. Not my job. Uh, over there, you can Very see the, the old church of uh, something or other. Just up there in that hill, there you see a pastor came in town preaching about the end times. We, we set him on his way. And then uh, up there is a miller's place. Grinds all of our chia seed. We have a lot of chia seed. <laughs> what we grow here. It's full of omega-3 and other nutrients. Uh, and then uh, you can see there's the mayor's house. Uh, yeah. And he has not actually walked anywhere. <laughs> He's kind of been walking around in circles yeah. pointing at things. And that's our little town of Fester. So what brings you here, ma'am? Well, we're, uh, we're passing through and this is uh, our van broke down. That's a crying shame. You know, I knew I, I might know of a mechanic to help you. Is that right? Is this your boy? Uh, he's no adopted. I was going to say dead. Oh, well, that's 
That sure is a thing, ain't it? Yes. Like a lawnmower. <laughs> anyway, uh, there it goes again. My libido, my mojo getting in the way of good common sense. Don't now ruin yourself there, uh, Johnny. Don't ruin it. He pulls himself together. Well, tell you what, we should we should get the mayor in on this and see if we could get you a place to stay. I'm sure we can clear out one of these no good knuckle draggers out of their home to give you a spot. Well, you know what? I happen to have extra room in my house. Now, not for all of you, but for you and of course your son. Not her sons. I don't care. Oh. Cool. cool. <laughs> I'm gonna go check out this eyeball. <laughs> I'll go um, with you. Uh, and she then uh, wanders over and um, um, puts her arm around Mad Melvin and gives him a peck on the cheek. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you are one lucky man. And she's looking up at all seven foot nine inches of you. <sighs> you just take care of her. I'll drive. I guess I can't kiss her on the cheek. <laughs> yeah, right. no, <laughs> Don't you go breaking her heart. I'll find you. <laughs> and make sure your bed words are sweet. Now, the mayor. Right. So he starts waddling off to go talk to the mayor. You're going to go do what? Kid, come back. Oh, okay. I was just walking towards the lake. I've, never seen, the I've never seen a giant eyeball before. Why do we have to talk to the mayor? He's going to get a place to stay. He said he knows a mechanic. Well, I know a mechanic. And uh, the other guy said... Well, I didn't hear that. About the monster. We'll go talk to the mayor. Okay. Uh, he goes up to the mayor, and after a few moments, uh, the door opens up, and there are four young oiled men that are holding aloft a, uh, looks like a, a single bed, uh, just carrying it, and the mayor is pouring off the edges of it. Uh, he has currently got a jug of buttermilk, and he's got a ham in his other hand. And he's eating the ham and sw- chasing the buttermilk as he's being hefted out onto the street with a four straight on the backs of four not really attractive young men that are covered in bacon grease. You tell it smells bacon grease. Check his basement for halflings. <laughs> and he looks up at you and says, "You've come. We were it's." We, we are in the we are we are in dire times. He says. He wipes the buttermilk from his face and tucks the ham somewhere else. And he caps his buttermilk and sets it in front of him. Says, "Boys, boys, settle me here. The, our God has sent you as saviors, strapping people, filled with potential, and with a baby to boot." Well, Jock is God, so he led you here. Then yes, he must have led us here. What's <laughs> up? We are in deep trouble, my friends. Deep, deep, deep trouble. Contrary to what Sheriff Johnny here says, uh, I know he's not a believer. And uh, uh, the sheriff kicks his feet, stares at the ground. Something has been harassing our our community. While the the uh, the Millers lost their son, the Johnson family lost their dog. We've lost a couple of our lizard cocks just up and disappeared. Those are hard to misplace. So. Lizard cocks. Yes. The lizard cocks. Well, is a lizard a cock? The, a, a penis of a lizard? No. Like, no they don't no. have penises that would be on the outside, right? So, like, 
Or is it like half of a lizard, half of a chicken? Because I've seen one of those before. And then has a giant cock on it? Well, lizard cocks are uh, they're a food animal. We don't like to keep them as pets. They're a little too aggressive. Uh, but they, they're, they're about this big, about the size of this and that. And uh, they have sporadic feathers here and there uh, and scales. And they've got two little legs and long tails. And when they get upset, they balloon out this crusty type thing. We keep them in a pet. They're good eating. They do turn your insides to, to molten lava if you eat too much of them. And I should know. Shouldn't I, boys? Yes, here. <laughs> and and you said two of them disappeared. Yeah, from the, from, from the pen. From the pen, completely disappeared, or were they were they something, something killed? Them? Well, I didn't look too closely. My boys keep, couldn't get me low enough to the ground to take a look. But perhaps you could. The sheriff refused, didn't you, Johnny? Refused. Yes, Mayor. So, do you think this monster also burned down the Smith's house? Ooh, the Smith's house burned down. Johnny, why didn't you do something about that? Not my job. What is his job? It's not I'm the sheriff. He's not an arson investigator, obviously. That's the mayor. Mayor says, well, he's a sheriff. You might want to invest in a firefighter, at least one. (laughs) That is good. See, God has sent you to us to lift us from squalor and debased living. Hasn't he, people? And the entire, entire village says as one... Yes, Mayor. Yes, God has sent us. Yes, praise Jacques. Now hold up the baby. <laughs> A few people say praise Jacques on me. <laughs> well, what can you offer us if we if we figure out what's going on with your chickens and? Well, aside from uh, aside from the eternal gratitude of our community, I can give you this. I have a box of bullets that I'm never going to use. I'd say there's got to be at least a hundred bullets inside. Hundred bullets, a lot of bullets. If you could, if you could deal with this monstrous infestation and bring proof that you have done the deed, and perhaps if this monster did in fact burn down that house, we could put their spirits to rest. Psst. I don't think bullets will make our car go. No, they won't. About we take the bullets be sad. and then you fix our car too. Or we shoot you with your bullets. <laughs> oh, that, that. Let me confer with my sheriff. The sheriff starts saying, "There is no monster," and they're going back and forth a few times. And sure enough, he says, "Yes, we will be happy to fix your 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 conveyance okay. and give you the box of bullets." But can you fix our van? <laughs> yes. Okay. We could get it to go again. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, show me these cocks. <laughs> so whip out your lizard cocks. He says, boys. Don't say that to the sheriff. <laughs> to the back of the house. And uh, the four uh, four boys carrying the, 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 the single bed uh, march around to the back of the house. Follow them. And there you see as a pen, uh, fenced in, uh, wire fence pen, uh, fence pen with a little coop in the back uh, that's home to 10 things that are about the size of chickens. There are some curious, weird 
it's like Tyrannosaurus Rexes became chickens, and now they're turning back into the dinosaurs. Uh, so I'll start looking around the grounds. All right. Yeah, you start looking around the ground. And you, what's your what's your perception score? Uh, eleven. You look around and you find there are some unusual prints in the dusty in the dust dusty dirt, uh, and they are uh, three toed, with a fourth toe coming off the back. Uh, you see they kind of move around in one area, and they appear inside of the pen, and then but it doesn't seem like there's any sign of them coming or going. This look familiar to anybody? These tracks sounds like bird tracks. They must be lizard cock tracks. Yeah, it looks like lizard cocks. They're they bigger like, than the lizard cocks themselves. So, so it looks maybe, like big lizard cocks. Yeah. Maybe one got out lizard and then got, <laughs> got, got big before it could uh, be slaughtered. The lizard cocks are all looking at you with suspicion and their beady eyes. <laughs> I think they like, like you. Uh, we could follow these tracks. Well, they don't go anywhere. Oh. They just appear in the area. Oh. Set watches? It's... Set watches on the the He's lizard chickens. Did they or lizard cocks? No, they just disappeared uh, uh, just yesterday. There should still be ten. There's eight, and there are there are eight. So that's well, it's close enough to ten. It's close to ten, yes. Or did two more disappear? I think that's what happened. The sheriff is standing really close to you. Of course he is. <laughs> I get him. Look down, sir. He steps away. <laughs> Let's go look at this house. Yeah. All right. Then we'll go to the lake afterwards. Okay. <laughs> also, I heard about a dog. There's a dog? A dog. Yeah, there was a dog. I the, was it the Miller family lost a son and the lost a dog? Someone else the lost Johnson's a dog. family lost the dog. The Johnson's <laughs> lost the dog. You don't know it's dead. Miller's lost a son. Okay. It's probably dead. Let's go find the dog. Hey, we can go to the house. All right, so unlike everything else that's in this community that, that was, as I said, it's made of like cardboard and wood and Kurgan steel, all this other kind of stuff that she says all shout, uh, cobbled together to make the buildings. This place looks like it was once an actual building, maybe even a farmhouse of some kind. But it's, it's burned down. Uh, and there's part of a wall that's still standing. There's um, cellar doors that go on to, that go underneath, but they're still closed. Uh, place is still kind of warm. Open up those cellar doors. Okay. <laughs> you pull up the cellar doors, and you're hit with, a, with a, just a, a, an odor of of decomposition, rotting meat. Okay. Well, something died here. Well, let's check it out. Okay. Bust out those lights. <laughs> Turn on the Christmas lights. All right, you plug them back in, and you're glowing. Red, green, purple, blue, yellow. They start flickering and dancing as you're making your way down the stairs. Uh, you go down to the root cellar, and you see that there is on the floor uh, the body of a young woman. Uh, her throat has been slit. And she's got her hands over her face. She's wearing a pretty pink dress that's spattered in blood. Not done by a fire. Yeah. No, and also not one of the missing people. So this is a different crime. Let's. Maybe she's one of the Millers. They weren't missing him. We the sheriff said he hasn't seen him. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And she. Maybe maybe look, she also has defensive wounds knife. in her hands and forearms. You're right. Like uh, <laughs> fire slitter. <laughs> <and then left laughs> like, uh, something like a blade. A blade. 
Uh, yeah, and you also see as you're kind of getting closer looking that she's been stabbed maybe five or six times. Did the sheriff come with this room? No. Anybody? No. So is there anything that's giving the hint of rotting meat, or is it the girl? It's her. It's her? Okay. Yeah, she's been dead for probably 12 hours. Okay. In a nice warm basement. So the... So someone killed her, set the fire to cover it up. And then Maybe. killed all the smiths? They might have well, we don't know what happened to the smiths. Oh, that's true. Maybe it was the smiths that killed her. Is that all that's in this uh, cellar? Uh, there are plenty of canned vegetables and fruits. Uh, you find uh, you find at least. Well, you actually only find six units of, of food that you can eat. Some the rest of it either is way too old. Uh, is there anything else identifying about this girl other than the pink dress? Uh, she probably she looked kind of pretty, long uh, long brown hair. Uh, how old? Maybe 14. And nothing else of interest in here? No. It's a lot of spoiled food and a couple of couple cans of peaches. Did the sheriff follow us in here or are they yeah. still back there? They're away? still back there. Okay. Well, let's take her back, see if anyone knows her. Go through the rest of the house, maybe find out how the fire was started. Yeah. Let's look around the house. Okay. Uh, give me a perception roll with one day. <laughs> now, we're the arson inspector. Fourteen. Fourteen. Good enough. You get a. You smell gasoline. Everything. It's 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 very faint, but it, it's very present. Uh, and as you're kind of picking your way through the burned remnants of the upstairs, floors didn't burn through, although it's everywhere. Uh, so it's a little it's a little dangerous. Um, but in the house, in the in the ruins, you find the charred remains of a couple more bodies. But they're too they're too burned for you to identify who or what they were. You think you count three bodies total? Uh, 16, give me anything else? Uh, that's, that's all you find. Uh, well, the 16 will tell you that one of the bodies was smaller than the other two. Well, let's go talk to the town folks, see if they know anything about this girl. Yeah. yeah. So go into the town. Okay. Uh, most, as you guys are going back to, the, back to the town property, you see that most people that have gathered around, some of them are hanging around the van and looking at it, but most people have gone back to their, to their regular business. Do I see that old man that was talking to me originally when I came in? No. You do see that there are some of the people that are here display some unusual physical characteristics. Not quite as profound as the ones you fought back at the gas station. But some people have like uh, an extra eye or weirdly colored hair that's not dyed, uh, that couldn't like tr- either either translucent or golden. Uh, you see somebody has a patch of scales in the back of their arm. Nothing, nothing's major, but there's enough of it around. That's pretty normal for villager, villagers. No, no, not really. Mutants tend to be—they're not really tolerated uh, amongst human settlements, um, and therefore mutants tend to live deeper in the wastes. Have they been reacting to him? I don't know. They look normal to me. <laughs> no one said anything about him. Okay. <laughs> when you get back to the center of the town, where you where you left the mayor and the, the sheriff, you see the sheriff has got. Uh, He's painting a picture of a dump truck uh, on the on the street using chalk. <laughs> it's a pretty good likeness. It's a lewd picture. Very good likeness. Very good likeness. <laughs> yeah, it's really good likeness. Like, how did he know about that scar? <laughs> and the birthmark? 
He I, know, I only know about that by accident. <laughs> he stops when he sees you approach and scurries off. Despite the fact you're carrying a body. Uh, sheriff. Okay. Hey, Sheriff. He stops. Yes, my duck. Come on over here. He comes. He comes over. He, he comes forward. What is that you have there? What in the world is that? Well, that's little Sally. Little Sally. It's a girl, Sheriff. Who's little Sally? Why, she's a. She was a daughter of the Smith family, the eldest. Is the Smith family the one that had the burnt house? Yeah. Who could have done such a terrible thing? How many people were in the Smith family? Well, there's a Mama Smith, Papa Smith. Little Rudy Smith and uh, Ralphie Smith, and Sally was the eldest. So there were five. Yes. So and we found three burned bodies. Yep. Uh, anyone know who was friends with Rudy or Ralphie? Well, uh, Miller's boys and kids. I think they. They played all together. Where they at? Those, they're up to the windmill. That's and the ones with the, with the dog. The dog. No, that's the one with the boy. That's Johnson. Oh, there's a boy missing. Yeah. Who is the dog? Johnson's. Johnson's. I'm just. I'm pretty sure everybody has a dog missing. <laughs> just because they don't own a dog. <laughs> yeah. It's true. They're missing out. Uh huh. Well, she's dead. <laughs> Surprise, she's dead. And it wasn't the fire that killed her. Nope. Who's got a knife? You got a knife? I've got a knife. (laughs) I'm the killer. I'm the killer. Mystery solved. I can tell you it's not really that hard to do that to somebody. We're also missing one Smith, too. Yes. Yeah. Yep. This is awfully suspicious. Uh Uh-huh. How old were the Smith boys? Well... Let me think. What was I doing when the other one was born? Oh, that's right. I was dating Mad Margaret. That's my mom. <laughs> you never heard that? They look really similar. <laughs> Daddy? So, so that was true. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, little Rudy was a little, uh, little uh, uh, what was that other kid's name? Rudy, Rudy and Ralphie. 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 Ralphie's 12, and Rudy was 8. Is 8. I don't know. That second body, the third body that we found, it looked like an eight or a twelve-year-old. Uh, you break out your measuring stick. <laughs> yes. And you probably say it's probably close to the eight side rather than twelve. All right, so we're missing Ralphie. Let's go see the Millers. Oh, he may have he may have survived the fire and gone to the Millers' house. Yeah, he, he was friends with their kids. Stay safe. Alrighty then. <laughs> of course, I'll, I'll see to her being uh, uh, properly uh, buried, buried and, and whatnot. Oh, now it's your job to do stuff? Well, I kind of I feel a little guilty for... Because you did it? Because not doing anything? <laughs> not well, doing it. burning not... alive and being stabbed in their basement? Well, you know, you can't be everywhere at once. You were there watching it, he said. It was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Duck, huh? Just like Duck. <laughs> Well, while you're dealing with bodies, there's three more in the ruins of the house. Oh, i got to see if I can dig up some volunteers. That's a little too soon. I mean, in his defense, fire is pretty. It is. Jock loves fire. <laughs> Let's go see the Millers. Hey, oh, uh, by the way, Sheriff, is there any um, 
People around here, there's a supply of gasoline. Ooh. Well. Because once we fix our truck, we may, our fan, we may need some. Yeah, I think we probably got some gasoline. Some petrol, as they would say, uh, across the pond. <laughs> Wait, there are people across the joke. pond? We can see across the pond. There's nobody over there. <laughs> well, it's funny you mention that. Sometimes at night, there's some nights up in our hills. Wait, in the hills or on the other side of the pond? Well, on the other side of the pond, there are hills. That's what those green things look like. They're sticking up out of the ground. <laughs> we call those hills, kid. I haven't been to school. You haven't been seeing to your kids' education, have you? I taught them everything I knew. <laughs> I learned a lot on my own, like how to kill people. He's a very natural at it. No, it took practice. You make it look easy. That's true. What kind of lights? Go to them. Like, like his lights? No, they're, it's a more constant. Her, her lights. Like a, a white glow. You've never gone to look? Oh, that's not my job. I police this town. <laughs> that's not in this town. He's got a point. Well, point us out where the light Finally. shows up. <laughs> <laughs> it's over there somewhere. I'm sure you'll see it now. Right. Oh, God. Why do you test us so? <laughs> um, so... Should we go to the Miller House? I don't know. Really? Or you climb back up the hill, and you find yourselves in front of the windmill, which really is not like a Frankenstein monster windmill, but it's more like a Western metal fabric with thing with a yeah pumping water yeah for pumping water. And uh, he's got, and you see that up behind the house. It is uh, another farmhouse, also relatively intact. Uh, it's been patched with with with, with car doors and, and sheet metal and stuff like that, but it's in pretty good shape. Uh, you get as you get closer. There are toys scattered all over the front yard. Uh, there is a woman sitting in a rocker, and she has got a baby in her lap. Uh, she's smoking a cigarette. And then uh, you see there are three other filthy, grubby children playing out front. Uh, and then you hear some shouting coming from in the house. Uh, just how big are the kids? Uh, they are of an indeterminate age. Uh, they're probably in the vicinity of 7 to 13. Not really clear because they're so filthy. Say, hey, one of you, Ralphie? Who's Ralphie? From Smith. the Smith family. Me. One of the kids says, one, little, one, little, one, one child comes forward looking all innocent beneath the grit. And she's got, uh, her hair is, is kind of glued into pigtails, shaped into pigtails because of the, the filth. And she looks up to you with, with almost a sweet expression and says, Fuck, Ralphie. <laughs> You're not Ralphie? Fuck him. Why? You mean? The other girl, older girl goes and drags her away. Ralphie's very mean to her. He throws stones at her. He calls her a troglodyte. I don't know what a troglodyte means. <laughs> Go get your mom and daddy. Mom, mom is right up there. Inside the house. You break your leg? She's right there. <laughs> she's one sitting on the porch. Oh, okay. Uh, she's, got, her... she's got a baby glued to her teeth. Uh, like, actually glued? Glued. Yeah, <laughs> literally glued. It's like, she's got the gorilla glue, like, right on the porch. <laughs> yeah. I walk over up to her say, afternoon. Yeah. I do, ma'am. <laughs> Sam. 
she calls out. The baby's still suckling. She lights up another cigarette off the lit, uh, end of the other one. She flicks it into her yard. Into the yard. Yeah. At one of her kids. <laughs> Sam. And then the door opens up. And there's a six-foot-tall man. He's uh, wearing a, a tank top. Uh, it's stained. Uh, it looks like you see the faded words of Jim Beam on the front. Uh, he's wearing uh, blue jeans. He's got a hot belly, the blue jeans that he has torn out of them. Uh, and he is really, really drunk. What you want, strangers? You know the, the Smiths point to the house? Oh, yeah. No good people. No good people? They don't teach their kids right. You know what you do with a kid that's misbehaving? You beat the shit out of them. You hit them as hard as you can until you can't hit them anymore. And if they live through it, they'll be learned. If they don't live through it, you've solved yourself the problem. Smith, let their kids run wild. Well, you don't need to worry about that because they're dead. So, Oh, well, but, uh, that's a big weight off my shoulders. Looks to me like they finally took your advice. Do you know uh, what happened? Also, I was going to say, we heard uh, you'd lost a daughter, too? No, I lost my son. You lost your son. Yeah. What happened? Did he misbehave? The woman says... He didn't like his papa beating on him, and what he did. So what he do, yep, and do, he ran away. Nice. Ran away. Good riddance. You know where he ran to? No. You see him, tell him he ain't coming home. He ain't welcome here. And she moves the baby from one swollen breast to the other. Where would he have run to? Where the kids hang out right here. Uh, pa takes another swig off his bottle of rot gut. I don't know. Maybe go live with those mutants. They're all mutants down there. Can't abide their kind. They're but not godly. Do, but you do work. I look down at him. Both my eye socks just turn towards <laughs> him. It's like you can't even see him. Yeah, right? Is there anything that's not on fire? Well, uh, well, they're talking to him. I'm gonna go talk to one of the the little girl with the pigtails. Yeah. Say, do you know what happened to your brother? Yeah. What is that? Papa beat the crap out of him. He uh-huh. ran away. Think he's probably went to go hook up with those soldiers that are you know, coming through this town just yesterday, the day before. Those soldiers? There were soldiers here? Yeah. Should have seen. They're all scary looking. What? Did they say they were part of any sort of group? Oh, they didn't talk to us. They kind of moved all secret-like, avoid uh-huh. the attention of Ma and Pa. Right. Guess they were afraid of getting their butts whooped too. Yeah. Yeah, your your dad seems like a real asshole. Um, <laughs> real uh, tough asshole. Well, do you think he might have run off somewhere else, a place he likes to hide, or anything like that? I don't know. I am, I am my brother's keeper. Isn't that what they say in the good book? Something uh, like that. That's not what Jock says, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Because he's a baby. Because he's a baby. <laughs> he doesn't say much. He's a flamethrower. Yeah, except for flame. Was he, was he friends with Ralphie? Yeah, he was. So he's probably a son of a bitch too, huh? Mm-hmm. Was he friends with... Uh, I forget the girl's name already. Uh, oh, he was Sally? sweet on Sally. Oh, was he now? He was so sweet on her. He had pictures of her and everything in his room. Interesting. 
Does he like dogs? I don't know. <laughs> what about lizard cocks? Well, who doesn't like a good pulsing lizard cock? How do you prepare lizard cocks? Well, the trick is you gotta grab them right under the neck. You know where that head kind of comes down. You gotta grab them real tight around that and just shake them. <laughs> and usually, right before they die, they just evacuate their bowels. That's when you can stop shaking them. Then just cook them, boil them, put them in a stew. <laughs> No. You know where the uh, these soldiers went? I only saw them for a brief. I was spying on uh, my brother and his tryst meetup, whatever they call it, with his Saturday. And I saw, yeah. Where did they meet? They met. Uh, they met. Uh, yeah, I know where they met. I could take you there. Okay. All right. Hey, will you take me with you? I don't like getting beaten either. Yep. How old is she? As long as you take one bath Six. at least. <laughs> sure. Yeah. As long as what? Take as long as you promise to take a bath. Uh, what's a bath? Uh, we just dump water on you and get some of that mud off. Okay. It's All not right. mud. It's like yeah. that stuff right there in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely.